Welcome to Ann Arbor Spark's CEO Podcast, Conversations on Economic Opportunity. My name is Paul Kretko, and I'm the President and CEO of Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. Welcome to our series of conversations with key leaders from those sectors. Joining me today is a good friend, John Maddox, who's the President and CEO of American Center for Mobility. So John, we know how busy you are. Thanks for coming in this morning to talk about the project. We're excited because of the fact that we've been able to have some involvement in the project, and, and we, we want to recognize uh, the project at our annual meeting as the project of the year because of the impact the project will have on the region, the state, and the nation. So we wanted to use this podcast as an opportunity to acknowledge the project's initial success. We know there's a long way to go, but we've had some initial success. So let's start the conversation just by you giving us a brief update on where the project stands right now. Thank you, Paul, and uh, good morning, and, and certainly thanks for the opportunity um, <clears throat> to talk about uh, the American Center for Mobility. Uh, you know uh, very well, uh, of course, the, the history of the American Center for Mobility is, is involved, Spark has been involved really from the beginning, and, and so there's a really great relationship between uh, ACM and Spark and, and other organizations here in the Ann Arbor and Southeast Michigan area. So right now, we're, we're on a roll. We're our, uh, building steam. It's a very exciting time. Um, we are uh, heavily into finalizing the design of the first phase. Construction will start uh, when the weather breaks, and that's when we'll start building the first phase, which is this highway loop, and it's going to be a very critical year for us. So we are working very diligently uh, with, within ACM, but also with our partners. So it's going to be a great year for us. We're going to get the first phase built and operational, uh, and then we're going to be moving on to other phases, including continuing the work we've been doing with Ann Arbor Spark about drawing uh, other new businesses and, and new companies to this area. So take a moment and talk about the, the highway loop uh, because uh, that's a really <clears throat> important project. I know from my involvement uh, with you and, and the rest of the board, uh, that's something that industry has been very keen on and that, that you've often said, if we had it in place right now, there would be people using it now. Talk about what yeah. the highway loop is. Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. The, the highway loop will, will be critical uh, for those companies that are developing automated technology right now, and that's because it will look like a real highway. It will not be a, a traditional test track. I call them your grandfather's right. test track. Uh, it's critical that these companies have access to a road that looks like a real highway, but is not a real road. In other words, they can control the experiment. That's the thing that's missing right now, if you will, within uh, the product development of these from, from a lot, with a lot of companies. So this highway loop for us will be uh, extremely uh, uh, highly utilized, um, highly desired. Uh, we're working with MDOT and, and Washtenaw County Road Commission and other key partners because it's actually a quite complicated project. Uh, it sounds easy, repurposing a public road. That's a very difficult thing sure. to do. But it's, uh, it's going to be uh, in high demand. In fact, it, it already is. Uh, and we know that the companies that are working in this area really need it right now. Yeah, we know. One of the things that, that I thought was a really important uh, first uh, successful, there are many things that have been successful in the project, but MDOT really working with federal highways um, to make that happen uh, and that, uh, gaining that approval is really, really important. That's right. In fact, MDOT, kudos to MDOT and to Washtenaw County Road Commission and uh, the USDOT Federal Highway Administration. This is the, I, I would say it's probably the first time that, we, anyone, that those three have embarked on such a such a project to repurpose a public road. And, and as you know, 
uh, US 12 Michigan Avenue was built for a lot more traffic than it's seeing today, probably over 10 times mm -hmm. the amount of traffic. What's more important, though, is since it looks like a, uh, an interstate, people tend to drive at highway speeds, when in reality, it's actually a surface street with pedestrians crossing that road on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, it's also been the site of um, some number of pedestrian and bicycle crashes. And so I guess in addition to repurposing it for use as a test track, MDOT's also looking at it in Federal Highway in Washtenaw County as uh, right-sizing this road, getting the speeds down to a limit where we hope it will eliminate those pedestrian crashes. And the general concept is you had a divided roadway there and we'll be able to make half of it devoted to the project. The other half will be re for regular traffic. That's right. And, and the traffic flow um, the, the traffic flow simulations indicate that there'll be really uh, there'll still be plenty of capacity for the amount of vehicles that are on that road. So you're a tremendous asset to the American Center for Mobility Project because of your extensive experience with transportation in the automotive industry. Uh, it's always good. We always try to do this with for listeners. Can can you give us a little bit about your background, about sure. how you became CEO, um, what you did before you became CEO at ACM? Yeah, thanks, Bob, and thanks for, for saying that. Uh, uh, I'm excited um, to be CEO. I'm humbled because of the, 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 the project that we're undertaking here is really significant. My background is... Um, I uh, was about 20 years in the auto industry, working primarily in product development uh, for Ford Motor Company and Volkswagen Group of America. Uh, and I was the one doing a lot of the testing that that, uh, that those companies used to work used to do uh, for various technologies, safety technologies especially. Um, so 20 years in the auto industry. Uh, after that, I moved on to the na I was the head of research for the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, which of course is the USDOT uh, federal regulator regulatory body. Uh, there, I actually started uh, the USDOT's, the federal government's uh, automated vehicle program, and really uh, moved the connected vehicle program into uh, into a, a, a later stage. Um, and after that, uh, I came to the University of Michigan, moved back to Ann Arbor. I, I tell people that, uh, and correctly, that I've moved to Ann Arbor four times in my life. I love it here. My wife and son and I do. And uh, moved back to the University of Michigan, uh, started the what's now called the MTC, the Mobility Transformation Center, uh, which also built M-City. So uh, I've been working in automated vehicles now for a little over 10, mm -hmm. almost 11 years um, it seems like a long time, uh, especially since the technology is relatively new, but it's moving fast. Yeah, and it's interesting uh, how things get named. Uh, I, I find the notion that uh, UM uh, has been very uh, farsighted in this area, and to create the Mobility Transformation Center really gets to what this is all about. We're talking yeah. about essentially a transformation of what we've experienced is mobility for the last century or so. Yeah, that's right. I mean, University of Michigan truly uh, is a leader in this area, and the MTC is first of its kind in the world, not to mention M-City mm -hmm. being the first of mm -hmm. its kind. So MTC, extremely successful. And that's because m most companies who are in the transportation space now uh, recognize that trans transportation is changing dramatically. If they don't change with it, they'll be out of business mm -hmm. in 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of those companies saw the value immediately of coming together with the University of Michigan to focus on research, especially. Um, and so that's been a, been a huge success for the Ann Arbor and, and Southeast Michigan area, frankly. Many other locations, even other countries, are copying it. Mm -hmm. We know that. So uh, it's real exciting to be here in Southeast Michigan with all this activity. Well, as a board member of 
um, ACM. I've been, been really honored to play that role. And as treasurer, I'm well aware of what the center is and excited what I think it means uh, about what it means for the region's competitiveness. But from your position as CEO, uh, can you give our audience an overview of ACM? And you just started on it a little bit. Uh, from a strategic point of view and what your your vision or what you're seeing the future to be. Yeah, sure. And, and you're right, I did touch on that because the, the, the strategic view says that these technologies, and that's both connected technology where cars talk to one mm -hmm. another or talk to the roadway, and automated technology where they, they drive themselves or partly drive themselves. Those two key, te key technologies will transform the way we think about transportation. And to the point where it can even start to question or change, influence the model that we buy and sell and utilize vehicles and transportation today. Um, certainly, like I said earlier, many companies are recognizing this change. And so, you know, the, the strategy, the strategic vision um, from both, frankly, Ann Arbor Spark and, of course, Lansing, the governor's office, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation and the Michigan Department of Transportation primarily, um, along with the business leaders from Michigan, recognize that this technology is going to change the way we think about moving people and goods. Michigan has been the center of that, of the transportation industry for the United States for the last hundred years. Uh, and, and has an incredible, I'd say unmatched, uh, confluence of talent and, and uh, activity. So we want to make sure by building ACM that we're providing a location where all of these companies can really develop their next generation products here in Michigan, here where the talent already exists, where the activity already exists. And of course, the state of Michigan, particularly the governor himself, very forward thinking on what we need to do, to do mm -hmm. how to do that in this region. But we can't, you know, I always talk a lot about um, regional economic development in the context that the future isn't foreordained, that, that we can't be complacent and rest on our laurels. This is a really a, a bold move on behalf of all those partners to try to maintain our position. That's right, and, and we, we see other regions in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, wanting to take some of that, 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 that transportation mantle. I mean, certainly Silicon Valley. Um, now Pittsburgh is becoming a little bit of a hub. Uh, Texas, um, and so you know, I, I don't, I don't think that those uh, other areas will ever be able to match what Michigan has in terms of talent. However, we can't be complacent. Mm -hmm. We can't just assume that it'll all stay here because it won't. And mm -hmm. and, and really, uh, the, the some of the other key competitions coming from other countries, yes. uh, Europe, China, uh, Asia in general, India, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think it's. It, uh, it's a necessity not just for Michigan, it's a necessity for the United States of America to maintain its economic competitiveness. Well, I want to just change your gears a little bit. Many people are aware, but many aren't, of the aware, aware of the history of Willow Run and the significance of the site. And it, it seems to me that uh, it's now we're coming full circle yeah. uh, as this being a focal point of American innovation. Yeah, it is. The history of innovation uh, at Willow Run is really incredible. You dig, just scratch the surface a little bit, and it really starts to show. Uh, of course, everyone knows that it was the place where, uh, that essentially won the, won the World War II for the, for the United States. Uh, I think it was around almost 9,000 bombers were manufactured there. What people may not know, it was the first place that, that aircraft were manufactured on an assembly line. And the story goes that the U.S. government asked 
Edsel Ford and Henry Ford to build at first one plane a month and then ramping up to one plane per week, which would have been a feat in that time of its own. No mm-hmm. one, no one mm-hmm. could touch that. Uh, Edsel Ford said, well, I think we can do better, and they made one plane per hour, mm-hmm. which is really incredible. They built the entire facility from concept design, uh, outfitting the plant, getting up to operation, and building the first plane in, in a record, an amazing 18 months. Mm-hmm. And it really is uh, you know, a, a, a testament to the innovation and, and the necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's really interesting there is, you know, of course, uh, there were uh, a number of laboratories that spun off from that site. And actually, it still exists there to this day. The Willow Run Labs were part of University of Michigan. Uh, where the first radar uh, was developed in the, and tested in the United States. Uh, in 1942, before the interstates were built, you know, I-94 was built to connect Detroit and Willow Run to supply parts and people to get them to the plant on, on a reg- hourly, minute-by-minute basis, really. Um, and along with that, MDOT constructed the first two triple-decker overpasses in the U.S. MDOT designed them at the time. Uh, they got the contract from the government on, I think it was a f- February 19th in the winter on a Friday, and on February 20th, the next day, they were actually pouring the foundations uh, in the frozen ground. So they had to thaw the ground to pour the concrete. Um, in- incredible amount of, yeah. of innovation the story, there. The yeah. stories uh, that you hear are just, are just incredible about sort of the, the energy, the innovation that happened because of the necessity, as you, as you said. That's right. Well, you know, one of the things that's interesting as we look at our competitive advantage uh, and the things that we need to, to, to build on is that we do have, as you already mentioned, a few of them, an array of advanced transport, transportation mobility assets in the region that includes, uh, you know, M-City, yep. uh, Washington Community College's Advanced Transportation Center. Now, uh, a newly designated national uh, Automated proving grounds, which mm-hmm. you might want to speak to, that sure. we were pleased to get that designation for the Obama administration. But it's important that when we look at that, how all those pieces can potentially work together. And one of the things that I've become excited about recently, out of the designation process, was that while several other sites have been designated, um, you and your team, uh, and as well as uh, uh, being accepted by the Federal Department of Transportation is an organizing role in, in creating collaboration between the other national proving grounds in this area. So talk a little yeah. bit about the assets, but also talk yeah. about the importance of maybe a leadership position we might take in collaborating with others. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that list of assets continues to grow. And I would add to that list, you know, Michigan State has an incredible activity around automated vehicles, and including legal aspects. Of course, Kettering has built their own version of M-City, if you will, um, Wayne State has a, a very valuable uh, cybersecurity program that includes you know, vehicle transportation as one of the components. So we've got this, you know, I think in- incredible combination that no other region has. Um, but yes, as you as you as you correctly point out, the there were uh, ten sites designated by the U.S. DOT as quote uh, automated vehicle proving grounds, and. Um, some of those we, we fully expected to be uh, in the running and, and probably not, uh, named. Some of those were a complete surprise, and we still really don't know exactly what assets or activities they have. Um, however, what we're doing, uh, what we have done, is we've, we, uh, ACM, have called the first get-together. So we're bringing all those sites together uh, to actually to Willow Run, and we're going to start the discussion on 
how we can work together, uh, how we can kind of find the low-hanging fruit for collaboration. Because as, even though, as I said earlier, Michigan will remain, if you will, the leader, we still need to uh, bring in other uh, experts and other activities that we may not have here. Um, certainly, if you look at where just proving grounds are today, they're often in in cold climes as well as warm climes. So for that reason alone, mm-hmm. uh, there's value in having sites or around the elevation, uh, humidity, et cetera, et cetera. So what we're doing is we're pulling together this first discussion, which does include the USDOT themselves. They were actually quite um, thankful that we called the first meeting. It was, a, of course, at a time of change with administrations. Yes. So we're going to bring this group together. We're going to talk about what we all do and can do, and we're going to talk about where we can collaborate, maybe on data, maybe on test procedures, things that we all need to establish. Uh, and since there's a need for standardization of these test facilities and test uh, methods, this is the perfect way to start that conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we think. Well, so in closing, uh, one of the things you've touched on a lot of it, but maybe uh, I'll give you a chance to, to sum up. Yeah. Uh, what makes you feel particularly optimistic about Michigan's role uh, and our ability to maintain our that position of preeminence, yeah. if you will, yep. uh, as the world's mobility leader? Yeah, well, I, I mean, uh, what makes me optimistic is, is the <laughs> uh, never-ending uh, amount of talent that we have here in Michigan. Uh, so, and I'll just start with automotive talent. Every time that we meet with a company and, and talk about what we're building at the American Center for Mobility, uh, and why we want to build it, they, the, the folks that are really immersed in this technology, they get it immediately. We, we don't mm-hmm. have to explain more than two sentences mm-hmm. why we're doing it. Uh, and what we really get into in quick, quick detail is, is the what. what. What will we do? What, what do we need? Mm-hmm. And so what makes me very optimistic is, is really that incredible amount of talent and energy uh, at, at many companies, at many organizations, certainly within the t- highest levels of our state government. Um, and, you know, frankly, uh, working with uh, groups like Ann Arbor Spark, because you guys, uh, you saw the value of this development w- almost before anybody else did. Uh, and so, you know, this idea that ACM and other, and other opportunities here in Southeast Michigan, they, they really are going to be a draw. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited by the fact that we see companies who now want to locate here. Mm-hmm. We, we have companies that want, literally want to build a building, their headquarters, mm-hmm. right outside of our gate. Mm-hmm. And I think if we let them, they'd build it inside the gate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, to me, that's very exciting. Uh, I, I'm very optimistic because I see the energy, the growing energy around our site and this activity and automated vehicles in general. So uh, I'm extremely optimistic. Uh, uh, I don't think I'm going to move back to Ann Arbor a fifth time because I'm not going to leave. <laughs> well, the thing that you touched on that, that uh, lots of people know is that, that sort of concentration of automotive talent. The thing that struck me is this is really represents an opportunity for us to diversify our economy, which has already begun to happen in the Ann Arbor region, uh, around things like cybersecurity around Mm -hmm. uh, IT. Lots of people don't know, and I do this multiple times in these podcasts because I keep trying to underscore it, that this region, Southeast Michigan, is the second largest concentration of IT talent in the United States, only second to Silicon Valley. And it's at a very similar scale. It's not Austin, it's not Seattle, it's Southeast Michigan. And that's a tremendous asset 
uh, for us to build on as well. Absolutely. And in fact, you know, the, the whole future of transportation will also depend upon an IT solution, if you will, a cloud solution. So, you know, we think of today as our transportation is system is, is cars and roads and people. In the future, it'll be cars, roads, people, and a cloud, a yeah. communications. And so having that capability here it will be a huge asset. I, you know, I also go back to this idea that um, Michigan, the region, has been innovation in transportation as a whole. I gave those other examples around aircraft or around uh, road design for a reason, because those are going to be critical. And so it won't be just vehicles. You know, we're also seeing companies that uh, that already exist, are already operating at Willow Run and want to come to Willow Run that work on UAVs, unmanned aerial vehicles, and are exploring what their role in the future transportation system will be. And that's pretty incredible to think about. I won't say it's Jetsons, <laughs> but it is maybe something, sure. a drone that could drop off a package or your mm-hmm. to your house or lunch to your door, uh, and that will become you know incredibly mm-hmm. beneficial, and we're doing that here in Michigan, yeah, the too. The interface between air transport of goods and vehicles on the ground is also an important kind of yeah. thing to think about for the future, and yeah. it's not... It's not so uh, far-fetched, you know, for us in the sense that I do know if you go over to the Henry Ford Museum, you can see the first traffic light. The yeah. first traffic light was uh, yeah. in downtown Detroit. That's so, right. The first uh, electric the, traffic uh, light. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's, that's right. right. Yeah, in fact, that's also the other area that Michigan has been very innovative on, which is the roadway, the, mm-hmm. where these vehicles and maybe now in the future systems. So you think about the road as infrastructure the road, 100 years ago, the road was infrastructure for a moving vehicle. Now we think about infrastructure, we think about certainly the road and, and the bridges and, and the physical piece, but that, that communications infrastructure. And so MDOT has been, I would say, the lead in the United States, maybe even in the world, on, on deploying this technology, mm-hmm. creating this IT infrastructure for transportation. So we've got it all here. Uh, we need to talk about it more. We don't, that's one thing we don't do a great job on. Well, that's what this conversation was about, yep. uh, and we're glad to have the opportunity to talk with you about it, and certainly we'll talk more in the future as the project evolves, and we'll try to keep uh, folks that listen in on these podcasts up to date on where we stand. We're really, again, really pleased that we're going to be able to acknowledge the success that the project has had thus far in terms of it being the project of the year for uh, 2016 at our annual meeting on April 24th. Um, and again, I want to thank you for coming in and, and talking with us about where we stand right now. Well, uh, thank you for the invite, and certainly thank you for the partnership over the last uh, three or four years. So, uh, uh, thanks, and I want to thank our audience for listening and learning more about those leaders and organizations who are working hard to create the Ann Arbor region's economic future. These conversations are brought to you by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. For more information about Ann Arbor Spark, you could find us on the web at annarborusa.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more information about the American Center for Mobility, please visit acmwillowrun.org.